0: okay this is philosophy conversation show number five tonight we're having leslie do a discussion on faithist community dead or alive (laughs) thank you
1: Right. And welcome, everybody, uh, to this conversation. As I had said before, before we recorded, uh, my name is Peter. Peter Hartsens, and I'm the vice president of UFK, and I am trying to learn how to be a moderator with this this, uh, conference call stuff. And so before we um, do the prayer, if everyone just would announce who they are, for the recording, um, and so I'll call, you know, uh, start. Uh, so whoever wants to go first, someone start letting us. Or I got, I got your names here. Is Joan Greer here?
2: Joan Greer's here.
1: Okay, Leslie Alexander. Here I am. <laughs> um, Michael. I am here. And what what's your, which name and last name are you using you Michael Oh is that uh, me? I'm sorry oh Wallace Wallace okay Michael Wallace is here Guy um, Harrison Yeah I'm here Okay um, Arnold Yes I'm here Okay I um Arnold, what is your last name? Uh,
3: I have to spell it. It's uh, Santa Bar. She has some zebra, and Bobby. A R. Santa
1: Bar. Izar?
3: Izor Logan is here. like the wine and moving the airport.
1: Okay. You go. All right. Is Candy here?
4: i here. And um, I, I wonder what Carl's last
1: name is and I am finished talking. And um, As always, last name is uh, what's your last name again? Logan Like the
3: Wine and Movie Me. Right, that's
1: right, he just said it. They're Logan. Um, <laughs> can, and Sarah. Yeah. What? Okay, so we're here present, um, to- Anyone want to volunteer for the prayer or need to do it, whoever wants to volunteer? Any takers?
5: Okay. Why don't you
2: do it, Peter?
1: I'm sorry, what would you say?
2: Why don't you do
1: it? Okay. Um, o great spirit, thou all person, Jehovah, I thou great Naoma, we come to thee, Father, for knowledge and wisdom to proceed forward in service to thee, we ask you to help us help open our understanding and expand our consciousness to fully, more fully see your plan and give us the ways to initiate it at this time in cosmic. Amen. Amen. And- Now I'd like to introduce Leslie Alexander who will be giving this presentation on communities and what's going on with them, what may be the problems, what are possible solutions. And Leslie, I am turning it over to you.
6: Okay. Um, Thank you, Peter. Um, I'll just say a few words for those who don't know me. I found a WASP back in the 1970s, um, just kind of by accident, and, um, but I'd been interested in uh, esoteric things way before that, so I was in my early 20s at the time, and then I was in Los Angeles area uh, living, and uh, although I grew up in Washington State, and then I, um, connected with people in Southern California and across the country eventually. And over the years went to many um, safest gatherings. And also uh, was in Europe a couple times and traveled across Europe and met other people. Um, so um, my interests have remained. <laughs> and I was in a couple um community attempts in Molina Colorado that place Uh, for a year I was there and um, Before that that was in the early 80s and before that I was at four winds uh, Which I knew at the time it was called the faith of farm in uh, Northern Georgia and that property has just been sold and it's no longer faithist at all, um, and uh, that's essentially um, my experience. And so I've met people, and it's always been and remains an interest. Now I have to say, <laughs> I really had a different idea for this evening. Of um, you know, I don't I don't really have some. Um, presentation exactly, I really wanted to hear from other people, and maybe that scared people off, because one of the things <laughs> I wanted to say, actually, well, I'll just read this again, um, you know, how it was stated um, about tonight. Um, Faith community, dead or alive. What would get you to break loose from your comfort zone of home to be part of a small faithist community effort? What would be some of your minimum requirements for such a group? What would get you to come running to a faithless living effort? What would you do to make it work? And try to bring a prepared list of your most important items to read. Um, so, we, because we're not a real big group, we may get on to some of the things that you mentioned, Peter, of you know the past. I really wasn't looking to talk too much about the past. I think we kind of know <laughs> where things are today, I think for the most part and what's happened in the past and certainly with the original Shalem colony history. And um, I wrote a series on the OWASP on the site last um, a year ago, February, like 10 different emails in a series of just some of my thoughts. And I did go over the past uh, to some extent uh, I didn't mention every every attempt um, or effort, um, but the ones that had some kind of history to them, I, I guess I'd say, um, and were a little more public perhaps. Um, and the internet is indeed changing everything. I don't know if that's for better or for worse, um, because. It seems to me that people aren't really coming together face to face as much as in the past, as I recall. And there is something different about meeting people, actually. So um, and now I also, in my little series, I did not mention the um, the Cosman Temple in New York City, there in Brooklyn, I should say. Um, which I visited, and Izor is the representative of that group this evening too. Because it was too new to me um, to know, you know, its its history as far as um, faithist philosophy, faithist wise. So, so here we are, and I don't know. <laughs> first of all, I don't want to. One of the things I wanted to say was just. I don't think uh, I don't want to put anyone on the spot, including myself, Um, you know, by asking these questions. They're real pertinent to me because I'm really, I'm I'm just, I'm chronically interested in why people um, have gotten together or do not um, for some kind of safest effort. Leslie, so, yes.
4: I would volunteer to go first. I've just got uh, the questions and answers that you gave us.
6: Okay. Okay. Let me just say a couple more things, and, and we'll have a go at it here. Um, I, I want to say that, um, you know, the idea of not putting people on the spot. Well, um, responsible people tend to have responsibilities, and I think most communities would look forward to having responsible people. But because responsible people tend to have responsibilities, they're not always available <laughs> for a community. And I think I think John Newbrook learned that too. So right now we're in somewhat of a, maybe this is debatable, a, a certain kind of lull as far as safest living community attempts. And so, um, so here we are. And I, the last thing I want to say, um, at this moment is uh, just because we've found, you and I, and the rest of us here, have found the book, A um we need to be careful about um, the spiritual pride we take in that. I, I mean, there's a healthy pride and there's an unhealthy pride, and um, community attempts are going on Across the globe, uh, without that book. Yes. Uh, But we do have the book, and um, so in a way, I I often think I'm so dumb I need the book. (laughs) So that spells it all out to me. So that's kind of the way I look at things. Um, And uh, okay, um, Candice, why don't you go ahead and start first.
2: Kenny.
1: Kenny, did you hear? Oh, oh
4: okay. So I'm up. Uh, yes, okay. Yes. so she'll have to go first, but I'm willing to go first. Because she's really oh. prepared. Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> um, what would get what would get you do to break loose from your comfort zone of home to be a part of a small faces community effort? Number one, um, if one of my relatives decided to join on a part-time or full-time basis. And number two, if there was a financial incentive. <laughs> number, uh, next question. What would be some of your minimum requirements for such a group? Now, I've typed all this up and i sent it to uh, Leslie and Michael, and I hope that they're going to collate all of them and we'll have a follow-up someday. Oh, yeah. But, okay. Mm-hmm. Number Number one. Unless a relative joined, I would come on a part-time basis if the weather and living situation was somewhat comfortable. Uh, I have six of these reasons. Number two, only if there were vegetarian or vegan meals for the community and even individual meals. Number three, that there would be a study group that met three to seven times a week reading a chapter from OWASP and discussing it. So uh, you know, if anybody doesn't understand what I'm saying or want me to clarify, I guess we're supposed to read it all and then come back for clarification. Number four, that no one views street drugs or alcohol on a daily basis in the community. Number five, that there would be Wi-Fi ava- available. Number six, that there would be electricity uh, or solar electricity, and that there would be running water, in the kitchen and bathrooms. Um, next question, Leslie asks, "What would you get you to come running to a faithless living effort?" Well, uh, okay. Uh, number one, if I married someone and they really wanted to join, also. Uh, just trying to be authentic here, folks. Um, <laughs> what Leslie asks, "What would you do to make it work?" Okay, uh, there's eight things I offered. Uh, there could be more. Uh, as everybody knows, I, I have um, five acres in the Ozarks devoted to uh, Faces Living and uh, have it quite well developed. Uh, so I am more interested in uh, a part-time arrangement. and when i was in england it was very interesting to visit different communities and people would come on a part-time basis or people that used to live full-time and now are are working in us and they would come on their two-week holiday and i just thought that was really really great that people uh never forgot the wonderful youthful years that they had in the community and would come back and help for special projects so number one i would come at harvest time to help pick, clean, can, freeze, and dry the harvest. I always find harvest on my farm is the most difficult time. Uh, assuming we're we're talking about a rural community and not one in in the city. Uh, I, I I'm open to all kinds of possible uh, uh, community environments. Number two, um, I'm do, listing these in order uh i would come at spring planting time number three i would come at fall planting time number four i would be uh, a voice for moderation to make it work and i think someone else just joined would they like to introduce themselves this is candy speaking
5: hi candy this is glenn
1: okay (laughs) welcome glenn okay Okay, remember, I'm, and I did bring up that we're trying to do this for about an hour and a half, and we need to be succinct. So, like, planting time fits all the seasons of planting time, and we need to just kind of condice, uh, concise this as much as we can so everybody can have a say. i got to watch the time.
4: Well, yes, yeah, but... The okay. Certainly different. The, the different planting times is a whole different follow-up. What would you do to make it work, Glenn? Is what I'm answering. Uh, I would be a voice for moderation in the community. Number five, I would help facilitate on a rotating basis. I certainly wouldn't want the whole responsibility to have our weekly "How are we doing?" session. Uh, number six, I would show up on time for meetings in person and most meetings at a distance. You know, if we're doing Skype or Zoom or something. Number seven, I would model spiritual behavior for the children and others. And number eight, I would help teach the children. So that's what I would do to make it work. Um, Eight reasons, and I've already answered the other questions. And I think this is wonderful, Leslie, and good, a good program. So I'm passing this over to the next uh, person. Who would would want
1: to go next?
4: Good job, Candy.
1: Thank please. you, Candy. And and to say, oh, and everybody, please let us know when you're finished. Uh, who would like to speak now? Um. Okay, I'm going to then ask, Isard, would you like to make a comment on this?
3: Well, I think it's a good idea. I mean, to be involved part time, I think it's more. Reasonable than uh, full-time commitment, um, and to use the technology we have that would help, like the, like she said about Skype and and uh, like we're doing right now, conference. I think that's that's good. And I think one of the most important things in the community would be to teach the children, and especially. Um, I find that um, the child that we really need to focus on is what is called the indigo and star children because, unfortunately, right now, a lot of them don't know what's going on in there. They're being um, inoculated. They're being, they think they're being crazy and things of that nature. We need to find these children and guide them because these could be the guides of the world. My focus would be to look for these children and help them. And some of them are adults right now. They just don't know what's going on.
1: That's my comment. All right. Thank you very much, um, um,
6: Isaac. I would just like to make one comment just to along, you know, the lines of what we're doing here tonight is just um, children are, that's something for later on. I think in a, I would think in a more advanced community. Of course, there's always an opportunity for people to have children of their own, um, that they're bringing. But yeah, I'm I'm sort of looking at more the, the minimal, of what it would take for a group to form. Uh,
1: okay, I heard someone. Di- I heard the ding. Did someone get on? that Would like to announce themselves.
7: Yeah, it is Charlie. I just decided to take y'all out.
1: All right, Charlie, welcome aboard. Um, Where are you calling from?
7: Oh, I'm in uh, North Carolina.
1: North Carolina. Okay, welcome aboard. Have have you been studying the OSP?
7: Some. I don't have it with me. I'm on a trip right now. I left it at home, but uh, I've read about, I don't know, some minimal fraction of it. Uh, Enough to know it's pretty out there. (laughs)
1: Okay, well, welcome Someone. aboard. Um, it, it, Someone else. The topic was on communities and and what it would take for people to really make a commitment to such. So, uh, um, if you want to listen for a bit, and I'll ask again if you have any ideas. Uh, somebody uh, else.
2: There was a ding, Peter. Somebody. Somebody yeah. else may have come on.
1: Anybody yeah. else have come on?
8: Hey, good evening, everyone.
1: Good evening. Hey. Yeah, this is
8: Rich. This is Rich Exius.
1: Oh, hey, Rich Richardson. How you
8: doing? I'm great.
1: I'm great. How's everyone? Pretty good so (laughs) far. Good. Good. Um, Welcome aboard. Um, We're talking about community and what it would take for people to join community at this point in time. Um, So that's basically the topic. Uh, anybody want to add to that so I'll make sure I'm...
4: Well, uh, Leslie, uh, when I talked about children and, and family, I was specifically thinking of my daughter, Amber, who who sure. has a fairy child who's three years old and then a star yes. child uh, who, is, who is 12. So uh, yes. that's uh, who I was thinking about, although I have quite a few relatives that everybody could... Uh, kind of uh, shower with attention to get them interested, but that's uh, yes. what well, I was thinking about children, not foster children or adoptive children. I was thinking about children okay. that sure. those that were involved yeah.
1: oh, Okay, thank you. Yeah, okay. go mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. down the list here. Uh, Arnold, uh, any comments that you'd like to make? Mm-hmm.
3: I don't have anything relevant in my head right now, but... uh, Okay. Yeah, I'll give it a listen first.
1: Right. Again, it's, you know, it's whatever, you know, we're here, we're sharing, or not sharing, but listening, hoping, you know, get some understanding. Um, Oh, and um, let me move down here. Um, Glenn, would you like to make a comment on the subject? Hello? Glenn? No? All right. Yeah,
5: just a second. Hold, hold, hold on. This, the, the topic is what it would take to start a community.
1: Well, more about what it would take, what would it take for you, the person, whoever you are, to, to join a, a faithless community now? The basic idea, what would be the motivation? What would you be looking for? How much commitment would you be willing to make at this point in your own life? Well,
6: no one's on the spot, though. This is speculative.
1: Yeah, so, just speculative. In a more
6: realistic way, what would be the minimal the minimal requirements for you to say okay. yeah, the way I'm going to go there. Mm-hmm.
5: Okay. Um, for me, it would be a, a two, two-phase, two-phase or two types. One would be I would you reach your destination on the left oh, sorry about that. I would be um, deeply committed for a community that serves children most in need. Um, particularly young children, if they get a group of people sensible spaces and people together and they want to provide a service for the children, I would be raring to go. Um, that's one. Second, I would support that effort and be that di- be dynamic involved in support of that effort if it doesn't involve children. But We have very sensible, vetted, well-rounded individuals who are leaders in the creator and who are able to work in community cooperatively and harmoniously. And to follow some of the models that already exist, some of the intentional community models that already exist, such as the one in Earth Haven in North Carolina, or or serious up in Massachusetts.
1: That's it. I'm done.
5: Okay,
6: thank you, Glenn. <laughs> yes, um, thank
1: you. Okay, um, let's see. Guy, uh, any insights that you want to impart? I'm uh, just thinking.
9: You know, best things come to those who wait. Um, so there is no rushing this. And uh, I agree. I mean, I'm on the same page as you, Leslie. I just, um, I'm kind of preparing myself to when the Creator does kind of call on me. I went to Molina for a few months, but I have a son here in South Carolina, so I did feel a bit that it was a kind of a taste, and then I could come back, um, and, you know, raise my son. But the idea, even my son's turning 13 in September, you know, still this, the idea is um, he gets his education, and um, while he's doing that, if he goes to college or whatnot, I'll be you know, doing, doing the community thing. If you give me some land, I'll go camping out there right now and start something. Um, but you know, within reason of being able to travel there, but I don't, I don't know. I don't really like to sit there and talk a lot about myself. I like to abnegate self. Um, I choose faith with my free will as a faithist and then I use discernment while I choose faith to make the choices day by day. I I try not to worry about things. If I do, I choose faith. Um, I don't, I don't live in the past. I mean, I can tell you a lot of things that I've kind of grown to understand as a, as a 45 year old man and having a 12, 13 year old boy. Um, and just, I'm very grateful and I choose to be grateful and what comes, you know, when me trying to choose a community and working with people, it's, it's, it's just as serious as I choose to have faith in the creator through life and death. If I die, I choose equally in, in the creator with faith as if I'm living. And, and it's up to the creator, and I'll just, that's it. It's like I'm falling backwards, and the creator's going to catch me. You know, I trust fall. That's it. That's, that's where I'm at. And I will choose to be that way as much as possible day by day, in and out. And I said I'm done.
6: Well, thank you, Guy. Um, I, I'm glad you're here and sharing. And sure. I know you may not want to talk about yourself, but this is kind of like a survey. I'm really interested in what people have to say, uh, you know, faith is uh, at the present time um and so so I'm glad you're here, and yeah, um I'm interested in what in your experience, you know, like at Molina, which you don't have to go into <laughs> right now but and and how it affected you and um you know, um that's valuable, that's valuable experience, so thank you for sharing that.
9: no problem more later sure i I, no. mm-hmm. I just uh, you understand yeah. when it comes to abnegation i, I you know. That's of course. Case. Well thanks.
6: yeah. <laughs> we we'll have to share a little bit <laughs> just to keep it moving yeah. and get to know each other. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So
9: let and I start. and I bet that happens more when in face to face. I I something about face to face. I agree with you hundred percent. hmm And
1: thanks. um Michael, would uh, would you like
5: to
0: <clears throat> I'll, I'll take a correct
1: we're hearing some movement or wind or something. Um, okay, Michael, would you repeat, please?
0: Okay. Um, first question, what would break you loose from your comfort zone? I think to me it's very important that I work locally, and I think that's one of the problems that I have. Uh, you know, if I chose a Baptist church or even uh, Edgar Casey group, I could can, I can go there and help. But the thing that I found out with a lot is that because there's not much country, I feel that, and I'm not very much of a a person that goes out there, travels, loses, as as, uh, Leslie says, their comfort zone, so to speak. (laughs) I think it would be better for me if I, I would feel more comfortable if I could do it locally first and then grow into it. But then having to travel to another city, another state, another country for community's sake, I'm not at that point right now. Yeah. And also and because I think I need a more uh, personal growth in faithism to be able and willing to do that at this point. Uh, what would make me come running would probably be economic collapse. I <laughs> and I would say that then I could see the need for, for community living because I can see that as a necessity at that point because the pragmatism of society breaking down would, I think, be the call for many people to do that. And as I think uh, uh, God mentioned, I think he was making a good point about when the time comes, when the Creator calls us to do that. And I think that's going to be more when there's calamity and pragmatism and the collapse of our society. I think that will be the cause. Also, I'd like to, this is my point, uh, this is my point of view. I think if we do set up communities, I think it's kind of limiting to base it on a book. I think it should be based on the New Age. And spiritualism. I think when you base something on a book, which in itself is limited, and I think Oski kind of kind of pulls us away from that concept. I, I just don't, I think that that is limiting. Mm-hmm. I think it should be based on a Cosmon or New Age principles or spiritualism or something other than just saying, okay, this is a book, let's base this community on books.
1: I would. Got it. Uh, are you finished, Michael?
0: Oh, uh, let me see. I uh, made some notes here. Oh, I did have a question because I've never experienced uh, – I know Leslie doesn't want to go into children, but I'm curious well. <laughs> if one does set up something in terms of children and orphans as the original uh, communities were set up. We live in a different society. Don't, don't people mostly – Foster children, don't we mostly put orphans or kids like that in foster homes first? So wouldn't that be somewhat difficult to do at this point in society? Now I don't know. I've never experienced community living or, or whatnot, but I, I just, you know, but for those who have and have gone to that point of orphans and children, I would kind of like to know how that works today. In our society. Michael,
1: I think to some extent I might be able to – answer that, and Joan and I were talking a little bit before, and um, there are some orphanages still around. When Newborough um, took on building a community that would, would do what uh, the Book of Shalom talking about, the social service and protection of children organizations had just started coming into, building, into being. Um, he was living in a time where the state was not trying to make sure that children weren't being abused and they had their, they had services like now they have services. This was just starting in that time. So the Mm -hmm. ability to be able to find all these castaway children that were just running around the city of New York, for an example, was not difficult, nor would he have been hauled into court on, um, for just picking up children on the street today. Um, the possibility of getting arrested, when you, if, no matter how high the ideal, because you didn't go through the channels, is right. a factor.
7: True, that it, that it very, is. very much true. And
1: yeah. and and I think, and overall, that's a good thing with the degree. Of, and I've worked in the field. I worked in the South Bronx in a. Real uh, rehabilitation for drug addicts, female drug addicts, and their children. They could have up to three children in there, um, and very much it was very much like, oh man, this is out of out of a, a <laughs> you know, and and the spiritual needs were looked at too. But the point is, what I'm saying is that that it came about within a structure that allowed it to come about, and they went about putting it together through the auspices of different government agencies and and charitable donations. So we really Mm -hmm. have to understand, as you said, Michael, the time and the place we're in, and what is feasible, what isn't feasible at this point in time. Yeah, I'm finished.
6: Well, a faithless group, in my view, should probably um, become solid as, as a living group first and then uh, consider um, extending um, further, you know, with something that serious and that kind of responsibility. Yeah, that again, people have their own children too.
1: Yeah, there's, there, if I may. um yeah. You know, lastly, there's a section, and it may be in the Book of Judgment. I'm not sure, where mm-hmm. God of the Planet basically is saying to the to the rabbis, to the pre- preachers, to Um, and and you could take that into different organizational people. First, build up your organization and then take the people in your organization who are most committed and then go out into the world and expand it and expand it. Uh, A living example of that here is that a lot of the rehab programs in New York City started in the Bronx and Brooklyn, whatever, and they were right there in the heart. Then they were able to build land upstate or get land upstate. And so the client would come in, maybe spend a month or two months in the facility in New York, and then be removed from that environment for about maybe a year or two years. At the end of that, they would be brought back to the institution and help to be integrated into their into a better life in the city so okay. is yeah. the principle
5: well,
1: can, go ahead yeah.
6: well if you if you have that place in awatsis that you were referring referencing i'd be interested in that
1: um, i think but it's, but it, it's in the book of judgment about uh, okay. when he's okay. talking about religions somewhere in there but i don't know oh, okay
5: all right um, I'd I like to make absolutely. one comment, Leslie. Yes. Leslie, if you don't yes. mind,
1: yes. Um, just one quick okay. comment. Yes.
5: Michael, I would like to have a conversation with you, not now but later, um, to go into some more detail in response to your question. And okay. The reason being is because my um, my doctoral research was specifically on that question from a faithist perspective so that without taking up a lot of time with the group we can just talk offline and go into some uh, good conversation so i think okay. i have your phone number and we can okay. talk about it later okay is this uh, also
1: okay we're we're getting shorter on time so i i haven't called on sarah yet anybody else want to make a comment before i call on sarah sarah
7: wow uh, this is charlie oh hello what? yes Go ahead. Yeah, I'm uh, involved in several other uh, kind of groups. And basically, um, they're more more like study groups where they just get the streaming equipment and all the people at different locations can basically stream in and participate in a mutual study group, even though they live in different cities. Mm -hmm. And I think that is, uh, I would consider that personally kind of a higher priority just study the book itself. And uh, as far as our community and establishing a home base of operations and all that, well, that's beyond my league at the moment of any of that kind of thing. But uh, I, I'd be interested in a, in a study group that would solve the traveling problems, streaming study group. Well,
1: yes, we could have done that, but I job. think talking about it on a much fuller scale than we have at, at this point. So it's a very good suggestion. Uh,
6: Charlie,
1: yes. appreciate it. Yes. Um, Thank you, Charlie. Yes. Sarah. I'm going to go to Sarah
4: now. Sarah? Hello.
1: Hi, Sarah.
4: Um, hi. Okay, so I've been interested in, in community since I was 20 years old. And uh, if I had found the perfect community, I would have joined it. However, I didn't. But the one I that's praying to me the most it was the one described in a waspie. Uh, I found that a lot of my guidelines were too strict at the time and and I've changed some of my guidelines and changed since then. It was it, it eliminated too many people. Um but I have I had a, an idea for a property where everybody had their own land on on the outskirts, kinda of like a condominium situation, but the central part would be Uh, communal, and it would be the central part would include a communal building, any trade uh, buildings that we needed for building or learning, and a school. And it could be an educational foundation, as well as uh, it could also be a a church foundation. Uh, Both of them are tax exempt. And um, let me see, let me read my notes. Um, and I like the idea of common meals being vegetarian according to the diet that isn't a waspie, Uh but I don't feel that we should be as strict in what people do in their own home. Uh, that was one thing, because I was at the time I was a strict vegetarian and I didn't think meat should be on the property and I didn't think animals should be on the property, no smoke, you know, I was just strict, strict, strict. And it cut too many people out. <laughs> but um including now then it cut me out <laughs> so uh let me see let me read here emails there's there's one thing that i would like to see in a community and that is a way to resolve conflict on a daily basis and i was part of a group for a long time that has uh, a means to do that and, and that would be something where we all come together once a day and there is a certain uh, called a forum where we all are we have a grievance. We actually have a facilitator that helps us through that, and that makes the whole community a part of it. And then it doesn't allow any resentments to build up, because I find what can break up a community faster than anything are resentments, ordered expectations, etc. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. One case. Okay. Now. Um my focus has always been and my is the idea of of the children and not necessarily orphans but infants. I think that the ones you know, that are in the system already we've lost them. And there's enough out there that we can start from scratch because what we the, the whole focus to me from you know and what's saying to me the most was creating a society uh, that is of higher consciousness and you have to start with infants because you have to start with open, curious innocence before they were tainted while they're still their authentic self. Because once they learn uh, through through bad experiences, uh, by the time they're 6 you've lost them and it's going to be very hard to get them back. So I like the idea of starting with infants. There are a lot of people out there that are pregnant now, either single moms or um, even, they don't even have to be single. They can be a good married couples that want to be out of society, that don't want inoculation. <clears throat> My one, the one thing I would request is that people not bring toxic things on the property, which would include toxic foods, coloring, uh, different things. So, so that we keep a, a certain part of it Pure, um, and not let that into our consciousness. So let me see what else. Um, Focus on bringing new generation, untainted by society. Place where uh, people can. Oh, and that people can come and uh, come, and that we have a weeding out process. Um, I like the idea of of um, having the guidelines being. basis in, in, and, uh, and that you have set guidelines, uh, but did it in,
1: did
4: it not be run as a religion, but as a, a thing to study and, and live a way of life. Uh, you know when you, when you turn certain things, you know all religion is man-made. but the concepts here are pure. And that's what sings to me about a WASP. Let's not take it and turn it into what everybody else has done, that makes sense. Um, let me see a place where people can come as long as they don't impart the low consciousness that is perpetuated in society. Not uh, It's not important for it to be 100% faithist based on where people can come and learn about it as long as they follow the guidelines. That's that's the base. Um, I already said the weeding out process. <coughs> oh, this is about the weeding out process is to make sure that they're not coming from ego. Nothing will wreck a community faster than people that are coming from ego, which I think is what happened when he, you know, two thousand people came, but when it came down to it, only fifty were appropriate. Um, so it should be a way of help create a foundation for the future and have study groups. I like that too. So what would draw me to community would be something like that. I like, uh, weather is really important to me. I would like to see people come down here and see what's going on in Belize. Uh, There are some people that have properties that don't know what to do with them, need help. uh, And it would, you know, they might be open to to creating something here. Uh, So I invite everybody to come down. And check it out. And um, <clears throat> uh, but to, our focus is really uh, to create uh, something for the future. We are not going to be the the, the the community that was in the book, but we are uh, the precursor. We are the, the transition into something like that. Mm-hmm. And I and um, yeah. Oh, I, one more thing, uh, and then I'm going to close. Uh huh.
1: Sarah, you know, there's a statement that Newburgh made himself, and he said, and it may not be an exact quote now in my head, but he said, basically, look at the Oasipi as a pastime and learn how to be in contact with the creator for direct inspiration.
4: Exactly.
1: Thank you. that doesn't mean we don't follow, you know, for those who want more a religious thing or with the inner mysteries, we you know that's there too, but what you say it's it, it's open, and even in Oaxaca, in fact, Glenn had so sent me a piece on it where it says basically my chosen, even if they don't, and I'm paraphrasing, um, the chosen mm-hmm. are those who are not going to be violent, who work together, who strive to do good work. They may not even believe in a creator, but by being looking for unity and love and nonviolence. They're my chosen. So, exactly. So uh, we need to be cognizant of that and the needs of all, the, from the, ri- ri- the reali- ritualistic to those who don't need the rituals. Um, and But going back to what you said with the ego, and I truly myself really am, am a proponent of this, in, and it's brought
5: <clears throat> pretty
1: much to bear in, in Percent, uh, uh, um Penta um, Armijah, is basically she's saying that real community, real harmony cannot come together until we conquer our, or at least get a hold of our tetrax. And a lot of us don't even understand what our tetrax are and how self can fool oneself, one's own inertia, one's own stubbornness, one's own. Vanity without realizing we're being vain, um, et cetera, et cetera. And
6: well, I'd like to address that that kind of towards the end. Um, there are some more people to, that haven't spoken yet.
1: Yeah, right. So thank you. Yes. Look, I'm going to Perhaps. go on here to, um, I'm looking here, yes. he hasn't spoken yet. Uh, Richardson? Yes. Any comments you'd like to make, bro?
9: Um. Yeah, sure. Um, I
8: wasn't really prepared for the conference call. Um, Candace really um, sent me the invitation a few minutes ago. But based on what everybody else was saying, um, I was thinking, um, for example, Tay in the book of um, Jehovah's Kingdom on Earth, I was thinking the, the part where Tay was making a call for volunteers And, you know, he was looking for performers, musicians. He was looking for nurses, teachers, architects, and stuff like that. I was thinking um, possibly if I was to be involved in a kingdom that's in, you know, um, process of, you know, being constructed, I could probably use my talents to help construct the, the community as far as construction and stuff like that Mm
5: -hmm. right
8: you know to help and collaborate with other faiths to help bring forth jehovah's kingdom on earth in that sense
1: i think that word is very good collaboration not just directing people how to do it but collaborating everyone's ready we're ready to clean out the the sewer as
8: well as uh, set the table or whatever um, right, right, right. Everything from demolition to building construction. And I also have experience in carpentry and in, um, in architecture and painting and stuff like that. So I was thinking I could use these skills to, right. you know, to help right. build and, and teach and, um, and stuff like that. And you're an
1: artist, too. so
8: Right, correct. Art very important. Who, who am I speaking to? Oh, you're speaking to Peter. Oh, Peter. Okay, okay. Yeah, Sorry. your voice is familiar. <laughs> uh,
4: who else is talking?
8: Reese is talking. Go um, ahead, Richardson. Go
1: ahead,
7: Richardson. Yeah,
8: um, pretty much that's what I had in mind, based on what uh-huh. everybody else was saying. Okay, well, that's good. I good. think it's a great topic. It's, it's very, very important, because we're in the time of Cosmon, the dawn of Cosmon, and I'm pretty sure there's already... um you know, some colonies and kingdoms being built on the earth as we speak. And, yeah, you know, there's going to be more in, you know, time to come, even after we're gone and, you know, we're in yes. heaven and stuff like that. Right. I think the only person left here is Joan.
1: Joan, would you like to? Yep.
2: Yes. Yes. Are you talking to me? Yes, Yes, ma'am. Well, I've lived in several communities. Um, Before I was married, I I, uh, visited uh, these scenes of Cosman. Um, My husband and I were then involved with Otis Acres, which was um, not a faithist effort. It was um, supported by faithists, but we did not. Um, we took in women who had children who had no way to support themselves and um, uh, it was an interesting experience and worked pretty well. Um, The reason it closed was because um, (laughs) one of the people thought they were going to uh, find gold that had been left by the Spanish Padres and um, abandoned us midstream and went off with a bunch of um, um, treasure hunters, professional treasure hunters who financed uh, an extensive uh, treasure hunt for him. He convinced them he had the map and when he couldn't find it, he had a nervous breakdown, and he'd been a very strong worker for us, and we really weren't able to carry on without him. We had other people, but um, it was just the way that it was structured. However, um, my husband and I did take take the one family that was still there with us when we uh, moved because we couldn't pay for the property, and uh, uh, they lived with us until she received um uh offer of marriage, and she, she married um, and um, moved out. So that was, that was quite an interesting experience. And uh, now um, I'm living on a property in Kern that was given for faithless work. Um, I don't really know how to describe it. Um, we're, we're just getting started. I hadn't really thought anybody'd call on me tonight. I wasn't prepared hadn't thought about what to say. um We're just getting started we We bought uh, an additional twenty some acres uh adjacent to the um well run four acres that we had and um our biggest problem right now is is to find space for people um so that we can invite people to come and be workers here help us build the, the infrastructure. And uh, I spend a lot of time working on the archives. I'm very interested in, in learning why faithist groups have not succeeded. Very interesting study. Mostly it's ego, ego of the people involved, particularly people who give a lot of the money. And uh, one reason uh, this project has a very good chance is because the property was donated. The person who donated has gone into spirit and um, no one has any, it's my property, I can, you have to do what I say. Nobody has that option with us. And we're all here together working, hoping to make it successful. Um, We've been having a call lately about people to come and visit, and um, um, we're looking forward to meeting some of these people. Uh, If you think about coming to visit us, do call ahead, though, because we have limited space, and if if a motel would put it out of your your, uh, pocketbook, um, you'd need to wait until we had room. That's about all I can say. Peter, you haven't ever been here, but can you is there anything you think I should I should have said that I didn't say?
1: Uh, well've no, well, I've, uh, that we're in the pro, well basically it is what we're making the headquarters for the Universal faithless of Cosman, Um and we're just really in the prop in the in the beginning phases of making it a place where people can really come and have discussion and interact. And again, going to what others have said, we're in, in, in this cosmic age, we're, we're the precursors of what's to come. And I'm very much for what it says in the Path of Light, that the communities as described in um, the Owaspi are not gonna really start until after the coming Dan, which two, it will be 200 years after the, the High Dan of 1848. So we're in an experimental thing, so we're looking to start with this place as a place where faiths can come and discuss and have ideas, also to interact with that community there once we really get up and going and see what their needs and interact um, and help help the community grow at large, the, the NU Kern, uh, Kern County community, as being there as friends to the community. Uh, not living separate in the sense of of we're some secret kind of group. Um, Being the universal faces of Causeman for ourselves we do come from trying to keep the traditions and ceremonies from way back in um, Zarathustra's time up to now, but also with incorporating what comes to us as inspiration now from the creator. So refining ourselves to to be able to um, be ready for revelation from an ever-living, ongoing creator. So it's kind of the old and the new together, but not saying that our way is any better than the other, which Sarah was saying. The the, the faithists that are coming up, some will be more bent towards the religious kind of expression, some um, through the building trade, some through science. <coughs> um, some from direct community service, communities that, that address different needs. It would seem that what OWASI is talking about is a growth of communities. They're giving an ideal, but it's an unfolding path to that ideal, and we're we've just beginning. We also have to come not only out of us, the, what we say, the cities, but we're all basically Uzzian faithists. We're, we're part and parcel of this society. We depend on the groceries. Well, for me, I live in a city. We depend on the Uzzian reality. And that is what might, you know, the questions that were raised here is what would it take to jettison ourselves from this? A lot of us are older, and I know for myself, and I'm handicapped, I'm legally blind, I want to go a place where I feel safe and also be able to get the services I need, um, and and have enough young people. So when we got to move on, there's going to be someone there to to go on with it. Um, and so I don't want to get too much in in the personal commit things about it, but um, I think that we have to understand the the. Self of the society, which is very selfishness. So, Self. as if you all remember in the book of S, uh, when God of the Planet was really happy. Oh, here's Cosman, um, the light from heaven came and said, "Look, um, you think it's going to be easy? The people are more selfish now than they were in the ancient days. So this is you have the, the collective social selfishness, and we're all products of it. Most of us have been born from the womb of meat-eaters. And so this is gonna be an unfolding situation, it would seem. Um, and we need to just take note of that. Um, there's there's a prayer in OWASP. This point, Peter.
4: I'd like to hear from
1: Izor and
4: some of the others. The I, had,
1: I believe I called on Izor, but Izor, go ahead.
6: I, I have some more too. To, to yeah. um, Isler, add, you have anything um,
1: you want or can't, can't or, or uh, uh, Leslie? No, I'm just listening. Well,
6: I think I is finished.
3: I he had a turn. Yeah, yeah, I listened.
6: I think everyone's had a turn. Mm-hmm. Well, uh-huh. this, um this well, chart. I'll add some things here. Did everyone finish? Everyone have a turn?
1: Yeah, everybody,
7: at least I marked everybody off. Anybody hasn't spoken yet? uh, Uh, This is Charlie. I'll just say one thing before I leave. Yes. Um, Somebody was talking about um, various rules and this and that and this and that. I just thought I might mention to be a little bit careful perhaps uh, because you don't want to create a cult. There's been quite a few of those things. And that's, that's another kind of a fine line there. But anyway, don't ask me for any details on that. I just thought I'd throw it out there. <laughs> no,
1: I think well, that's a good point. Discuss that at length and continue to of, of setting up a situation that it does not become cultist. That's why I think for ourselves, um, investigate, get all the knowledge one can, and then make
9: your the decision.
6: Well, Absolutely. I think uh, yeah. one of the things I wrote about was I think that's what. Kind of this new age, early Cosman has been about is the things not to do, and and this is taking it beyond Holospy, but other um, communes, communal efforts, shall we say? And I think we've we've had a good dose of learning with like Jonestown, for example, um, of what not to do, even though the intentions were so good with Jim Jones, uh, it went, you know, horrific. And and I think these these are all good um, lessons to learn and and things to be observed from the past. And then we have also, you know, our um, more Owaspy faces past. Um, since everyone has had a turn, I, I want to. Uh, add something here. Actually, it's something that Joan sent me in going through the archives, and it comes from the Eloists, who um, I believe had have had a faithful, a successful and faithful um, community, long-lasting, um, about 100 years or so uh, in Massachusetts, uh, although they've dwindled down to essentially one couple and maybe one other person, I'm not sure, but um and they are doing work. They are publishing in a and so on. But this comes from Al Holmes, uh the late Al Holmes, he's been gone a long time and he was kind of a one of the one of the spiritual um, mm. folks there that lived in Dexbury at the the house that they have there. They didn't have a lot of land <clears> but they did have um well, they had one large house, and then they had the place in, in Duxbury on the beach. But here's what he wrote, um, which I thought it was very good. On um, This is on the subject of um, what is required of individuals to ensure the success of an intentional faithless community. Here are some thoughts that came to me. Well, I'm going to jump down to his thoughts in 1977. Uh And again, how can incompatible people in a, how can incompatible people in a faithless group get along with each other? (laughs) Uh, One, by having,
2: that's a great way to put
6: it, actually. One, by having a common, by having a common purpose, which overrides all other considerations. And I would add, I see that in the secular world. It's like people have to, you know, do their jobs, or their project, or something, and they do. That's how things get created. It's a, it's a commitment to that purpose.
5: Next. Leslie, could you move um,
0: that over again? Because I think you have faded out. Um, at least I noticed.
6: Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, so the number one was by having a common purpose, which overrides all other considerations. Next, by making the purpose all important above personal feelings, desires, opinions, and critical judgments. Three, by being completely in agreement upon fundamental principles. Um, Next, by holding to faith in the good in one another.
7: Next,
6: (coughs) by passing judgment upon Oh, sorry, Uh, no, by giving recognition to the true self in everyone, the soul. Next, by passing judgment upon oneself rather than upon others. Next, by willingness to be purified of one's own faults. Next, by practicing the art of diplomacy. Next, by trying to see the humor in every unsettling incident. That usually means you're looking at things objectively, especially if you can laugh at yourself. (laughs) Um, By being being honest and fair in all dealings with one another. Next. By willingness to talk freely about problems and misunderstandings. Uh, That's been brought up today. And lastly, well, almost last, by comprehending the truth that all people are influenced by unwise earthbound spirits and even obsessed by them at times and that no one is to be blamed for his wrongs and errors but blessed instead that the soul may be strengthened and inspired. Well, those, that's what he said in 1977. Then he had some other ones here in 1994. And these will be familiar to everyone. Self-abnegation, putting self aside for the good of the whole. Next, humility, acknowledging that there is yet in oneself much to learn and overcome. Next, open-mindedness, granting the validity of others' opinions and ideas. Next, constant practice of attainment with Jehovah, knowing he was the keynote, to whom all must be attuned. Next, judging one's own behavior but not that of others, seeing only the good in others, and last, um, cultivation of peace, harmony, love, faith, and cooperation. And to me, before I had read this, because <laughs> John said it like a week ago or something, um, I had thought of you know just the word humility, and again. I get back to the idea that you know we've been given this outline, um, a faithless community, and so much else in Owosso, and uh, so in a way that makes it easier for us, but not not in reality, I guess. So um, I just look at other other faiths and religions and practices and and attempts at community and this kind of thing as um, maybe even just as good or higher because they don't have the outline that we were given. And just a few other things, just some things that have been on my mind about community and for a long time is the idea of, Mm. and by the way, going back to today's topic, I was really thinking more in terms of grassroots efforts, like, what kind of a grassroots effort would you would you hope to see from, let's say, three or four people who had who had some energy, some pizzazz, and still, and um, and you know, just some enthusiasm for a community to to get a person, you know, any of us to um, link up with such a group and just a few things I just wanted to add to that. So I wasn't thinking so far ahead, like, you know, taking in, um, children, not, you know, the blood kin of anyone in the group because that's further on, that's like more advanced. And, and one of the ideas I've had is just philosophy has a very high bar.
2: And yes. we need
6: to respect that, and we've been shown that in the history of faithist community attempts. The bar is raised very high. But just a few other things. is um, One of the things I think of is for uh, a fledgling group is to be near a city big enough for outside jobs, for people that are still working. I think that's really important. Um, and, and for people to meet other people too. When you're young, you know <laughs> I'm not young anymore, but but I know how it is. <laughs> so um, and, uh, and and this goes with the next thing is each person needs to uh, assume their own financial responsibility, and not because oh there's a there's some kind of a communal effort. Well, we can rely on somebody else. Um, i don't I don't think that's a good idea, so the word the basic word I have is kind of a business word, and that's buy in and I don't mean that just economically I mean it um, you know the spirit of what a group is doing, people have to buy into it and and so that it's their own, making it their own um and it could be financially you know pooling moneys. But mostly it's feeling that they have some right or equality and that kind of thing. So um, the other thing I just want to mention, and I wrote about this, you know, back February a year ago, just that um, there is some thought out there um, amongst quiet faces communities, and I'll say, you know one example is the Eloist, but um of creating a um, a higher consciousness first where um say two or three people are able to come together, and this is just in a place it doesn't have to be you know a big land deal with you know all kinds of <laughs> growing food or anything to begin with and and um and that is creating a consciousness that is based around um, some simple ceremonies that are done together in fellowship and brotherhood. And that this draws people together and it's creating the actual, hopefully, the um, the anchorage of light to begin with. And it is kind of what you said, Peter, uh, if Nubo did say that, that it's it's born through the creator's voice um, early on in the effort um, as something it's it's almost like the idea of being close to the creator first and foremost for everyone because you can get diluted with all the just just like in regular life there can be too many things going on and you forget the spiritual side and you forget the brotherhood idea you know or if you have uh, a husband or wife, partner, you can, you know, start kind of forgetting about each other or something, you know, because you're so busy. And I think one of the things is just not not expect to do so much, mm-hmm. but to be together and, um, you know, maybe the idea of remote study
1: groups in a
6: would... you know, this, this way is a good idea. So I'll kind of end with that. Uh,
1: I, we're getting it's about 7.31 uh, I was going to make yes. one uh, kind of a comment this in um, in the uh, Sakaya piece you had said you made a very yes. good point about not being too far away from yes. uh, society. Mm-hmm. and it's very yes. clear that he yes. says when you build your community don't, um, be close enough to the city that people will know about you, and be and yeah. not so far away that they don't know you, but far enough away that you're not in the basically in the flux and flow of that stuff. But people have to know you exist. We go off into the wilderness; nobody knows you exist. And for me, that uh, being a city mm-hmm. boy, anyway. Um, Really makes sense. You, you, if we're going to advertise by how we act, then we have to be square where, where someone can see the advertisement. As opposed. I,
2: I uh, would like to add one thing, Peter. Um, in the um, in the archives, which is the work I've been doing, for a lot of it, and I found a letter <clears throat> from a man. Uh, his name is Fred Suter. And he had been with a large, highly structured group, uh, the Faithless Brotherhood of Life. And he left them because uh, he wasn't comfortable with the structure. And he joined a small group in Los Angeles. And he wrote this letter, and he he lived for about community for about 20 years. And he said that um, he found that um, to live in a community where people could relate to each other easily in other words not too big mm-hmm. in the beginning yeah. so that so that you can get to know each other and work together and have conversations together and feel feel that you know each other and that highly structured rules tended to frustrate individual creative efforts to work with they had children. They successfully raised their children. So, um, I just thought I'd throw that in that that uh, smaller groups um, who get to know each other and work together, uh, they were in the city, and I suspect that they some of them may have had to work out to um, buy food. He said, he does close his letter by saying, being faithful to the creator, all things came our way and we lived quite comfortably toward the end. Mm-hmm.
1: I think also, and I think Leslie touched on it, uh, who's going to be the center of your life? And I think that's why you see in all sacred texts that the I am, the creator, you love, care for, quote unquote. Um, above all else, when we're in love with someone, our world goes around them. Uh, so it is establishing that the Creator is our center, is our um, our best friend, our lover in in the abstract sense, uh, a parent, um, a counselor. The, the person that we think of the most in our life during the day. Now, obviously that, like everything else we're talking about, is the ideal. But the more we consciously work for it, the more we open up the avenues for that light to soak into every core of our, both our physical body, our spiritual body, our psychic body, however you want to define this into a, and the light to spread in our soul. Um, and it's an ongoing, as I said, an ongoing process. Um, and I think also when you, the, the comments made about being able to be in harmony, it seems, suggested anyway in OASP, um, that there's all kinds of, there will come all different kinds of communities. So you may have communities where people can relate to each other because they're artists. Other communi- that's that's their main focus. Other communities um, are producing other other goods and, and doing other things and they can relate their central focus is different. And also the fact that even of the same belief, some people are going to be more in harmony with other people than others, so it may also apply to faithist groups where the members find each other and uh, and drift towards making community with those of the faithist overall belief they're more in harmony with in, in their nature. So all these things can be possibilities of how, the, of, of how this works out. Um, again, we are coming up at 736, uh, throwing it open to any comments that wanna be made and, um like, I, I had a comment that I wanted to make go on Peter
4: may, this is can I make a comment yeah. um go on. I, I like I like what you say about being just far enough away but it's not hard to get into um, a town where you can get your supplies etc I also would like to see a community have its own um uh, cottage industries that mm-hmm. they they their own uh, financial uh, self, uh, so they're self-sustaining, self and uh, part of that can be education, it can be foods, it can be a lot of different in- industries, uh, but that we create a paradigm, an economic paradigm for the future.
1: That's a good point. Yeah, I think that is. That, that's uh, something that we really, as it's, it's much as I am economically stupid, I think that's real important.
4: <laughs> yes, and that is really what I have right I'm now, working on but... here and I'm, I'm needing help. I don't think home. I can mute it either. So, and the other thing I want to address, what Leslie I mean, was talking needed. about and I will make this uh, right.
1: right. but Hold on a minute, Carol Sue, hold on. If, whoever oh. wanted to mute, it's star six.
8: Star six? Oh, it's too late. It was a neighbor of mine. He already went in.
1: Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry, Carol. So go on.
8: Okay, where was
4: it? Oh, something that Leslie said. I, I liked the thing she was saying. Uh, <coughs> the problem is that uh, there are life principles, but we we have already been tainted, and it's, and it's not as easy to get rid of those old tapes by just saying oh, we're, we're going to better, but there are there are tools, and that we need to, to work on those tools on ourselves daily
5: to exactly. live
4: by principles. Now, I just finished a 13-month course, and I took you guys through it a little bit, um, and those principles are just basic truth, and it's something that I would like to share with you in the future. I think it's something that everybody can use it. Good, we,
1: can. Good. we can do that for another subject. Um, exactly. Also, Sarah, you said something about conflict resolution, and I think you're really on that. Um, in, in my Quaker involvement, they have whole courses on um, conflict resolution. In fact, there's a, people I know in Quaker who uh, go to the prisons and teach... Conflict resolution and it really works, um, and it's an essential exactly. is an essential part of whether it's one little family or a a, a city. Exactly. It, mm-hmm. The more we understand how to do it, how to address other people, when we're, particularly when we're in conflict with them. Um,
4: exactly. There is there's, there's a community called Zeg out of Germany. And it was 50 people that came together to heal the earth, but they found they couldn't heal the earth till they healed themselves. So we have to start with ourselves first. And and uh, and they, they came up with tools to do that. And they're still together today and a successful community.
1: Yeah, I think it's like isn't it like anything else? you you've got to have to, you have to get the craft of knowing how to live and behave. It's a craft.
4: Well, I actually, I actually was at the core of that group uh, on the state side, and I do know some of those uh,
1: skills. Good. Excellent. Excellent.
4: Peter, another topic has been uh, a community for senior citizens, and uh, all of us basically are senior citizens here except for guys and Michael is a senior citizen. It's pretty <sighs> Are you kidding me? I'm 60. I wanted to say <laughs> uh, yeah. at my community, my community uh, people would show up and they would brag about what they could add to it and everything. And like that one Owaspian, uh, he arrived uh, in a wheelchair, he could not walk four steps. Uh, I, I had a simple test for some others, and, you know, one was like, are you willing to take your turn at washing dishes? And then I noticed that the man was hanging on to the kitchen counter. He could not really stand up long enough without a walker or something to wash a dish. And okay. I I think people need to be uh, tested a little bit about their uh, – physical fitness first for community. And if they're wanting to come and have their last days, that they come years before or sometime before that they either contribute funds or they contribute their labor before they get to the point where they're bedridden. So uh, I I think that some guidelines along those lines should be initiated and and considered.
1: I think think that's mm -hmm. very true. Go ahead, Mike. (laughs)
4: <laughs> so I would feel the opposite I would invite the old that we take care of them uh, and especially because they might have money and they would well, even
1: even if, if they they don't, Carol, to. even if they don't have the money the point <laughs> exactly. is you, you learn, being a handicapped person myself I've been legally blind all my life and have had to depend on the system but you learn how to use your handicap and you learn and that's why there's the, the the thing for the ADA for... We
4: will have
1: a um, is that you learn. A person who can't stand up to do dishes, you get a container, you put the dishes in the container, you put the water, they wash the dishes sitting at the table. Well,
4: um, else? Okay, you're the only young person, are
1: you willing to take care of 12 senior citizens? I'm a senior citizen. I've, I'm, I'm going make- <laughs> The and point is. Ahead. You're right. The point is that there's going to be probably different kind of communities set up for different aspects. In the stage we are, it is the very beginning, our major deal is overcoming ourselves.
4: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Organizing
1: the community of some billion cells inside of us, seven tetrax and God knows what else. (laughs) Um, you know, we're, we are we are the city in the universe individually that needs to be tamed. There's a an ancient saying saying, and I'm going to make it not gender thing. The person the person who conquers a nation is great, but the person who conquers himself is greater still.
4: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: absolutely. And it's a hard road. We coming out well. I was born in the middle of the se- Second World War. I mean, it was a pretty dark time. So I know I was born in darkness. Um, I was a voracious eat- meat eater. I mean, I'd eat. I'd take a steak and eat it out of as soon as I took the paper off and didn't cook it. Um, but there's a lot of stuff there to overcome, that, and and the generations before us, and in America. Have you been here? being an individualist country, which kind of made, built the country, but this, this line of selfishness is, has passed down for, for generations now. Um, yep. and I'm not saying that as a negative thing, It's but you, to fix something, to make, make it work, you have to face what is, and then figure out how to get past it. And I think we're, we're, I think these discussions are working towards that. And we're, we're trying to make a way, but know that each of us as to purity are pretty well handicapped, and we're all trying to work on our stuff. And yeah. the more we can understand that, I think the more we can have have a harmony back and forth. Hey,
9: Peter, I have my hand up.
1: Okay, just you just shout. So, so, Peter's good <laughs> at saying shut up, Peter. I want to talk.
9: Well, this is a guy um what's coming to me lately and talking to my son about it he's in the Boy Scouts is having some sort of uh, scouts including girls as well to where they have a hierarchy I wouldn't necessarily get into the adults having so much of a hierarchy but it would, you know all the way up to the teenagers because there's eagle Scouts as well which is up you know past the Boy Scouts so I think there's cub Scouts is where it starts with even the say toddlers so I think that's something to definitely bring into The rites and ceremonies that seem to be a must. And I'm done. Okay, thank you, Uh, Guy. Anybody else want to make some
1: comments as we close this thing out? I think I
6: have a, well, go ahead, but I think I have kind of a closing little statement thing. It's not in my own. I'll
1: leave leave the closing to you. I just wanted to pass on, I think you've all seen it in the and I think this applies to since we're everywhere but together physically. um, There's a um, prayer in in the Owassee, and it says, Jehovah, appropriate, um, appropriate thou me this day in my spirit, soul, mind, and body, in whatsoever way thou canst, that I may do the most good unto others for both mortals and angels. And I find that a very powerful thing and, and, and yeah. encouraging. And I say it every morning, and I write it, um, that where we are is where we are. And maybe the creator has placed us where we are for a purpose greater than we understand at this point. And to open ourselves up to, I'm here, lead me to wherever you're going to lead me today. And may I serve, serve you and, and mm-hmm. see where it goes so that's my mm-hmm. input for and I thank you guys uh, any other comments Leslie
6: yeah. well I'll, I'll just read this and I'm not at liberty to say the source but um, you might find this interesting um, now therefore in this day, many are gone forth in response to the call recorded. The call recorded. Because I do wonder, is the call always out there? It's just a question. But um, many are gone forth in response to the call recorded, uh, Jehovah leading them. And being come into clean places, high in the grades and plateau, call unto the Father, saying, Oh, Jehovah, We desire not any longer association with that experienced in the past. We desire not but ever closer association with thee and with thy hosts. Show us, O Father, the way of proceeding, that we may become organic in thy service. To them the Father answereth, O my children, Save ye become as one, my light cometh not to thee in organic foundation. Ye are yet as many individuals, but individually responsive to me and my light. Seek ye the way of affiliation, after the pattern of my etherean hosts, and lo, my light shall be founded among ye. And then it goes on to say that they had to prove themselves um, to become uh, solid. And and then more things <laughs> transpire after that. Um, but okay. I just wanted to see that as kind of a closing. Um, well, I, I was going
1: to comment you, to what yes, yes. on that, if I may. Yes. Um, yes. What, as you know, you come to the the. The Saturday nights, um, yes, and so we can take that in a broad thing that she said, or even a small thing. How does it? How does? How do people evolve towards organicism? Since we're all separate at this point, what we find on that conference call, mm-hmm. and we don't plan that we're all going to have stuff that's saying the similar thing, but from the angle of our own personality. Mm-hmm. But more and more, the light of the overshadowing comes to us in the same way. So this is all, for me, in the reality of where we are, is part of that slow process. You know, we people get the OWASP and it's like, oh, we're gonna turn the world over, you know, I think all of us at some point. We're just gonna flip it over and it's gonna change. We're here, we, we, we're here to call and we got it all together. That doesn't happen and growth Spiritual growth, even corporeal oh. growth, is a slow process. And yes, it's by do making the an effort
5: mm-hmm.
1: and coming together, these conversations, being open for the opportunities yes. to show themselves. To change. And then kinda of go forward in, in working. One day, um, it's, it's gonna happen. Now it may be for us we have you know, we'll pass on before that as to our physical body and continue on a level in the, in the spirit world where that may be hastened, but we're not where we might want it to be. Um, or we may. Who knows? You know, they, the angels have gone through this before. And they, they've been where we are. And they understand that they've given us an example. They've given us an ideal. But there's another part in an Olafsbjerg says that we have to do the work to make it happen. So that, so we got the ideal, and now we have to learn by trial and error how to reach that ideal.
6: Yes, of
5: course. Mm-hmm. So, it's a
6: very high bar, and it's unlike. Yes, there are many, many wonderful social service organizations. But they don't have the the spiritual foundation in the way that Awasby talks about. That is a much higher bar to shoot for. Right. And and it's easy to feel feel right.
5: Mm -hmm. Mm.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh okay. Um So we got we're 7:53. Boy, we actually did make sort of the eight o'clock. Um, so are we all ready to um, close it out? Yes.
2: I think people are leaving.
1: Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, please. Uh, Leslie had made that statement. I guess, very on. Though, if anybody wants to close out with a closing prayer or comment. Um, I certainly would appreciate it. And it can be very simple comment. doesn't have to be anything complex.
6: I think you have to call uh, okay. On anyone. OK.
1: Yes, no?
2: Joan? Oh, I thought Leslie was going to. No, um, let's just go ahead. Is anyone left, or did they all leave? I know, it's so long, two
5: hours. I'm, I'm um,
4: here. Guys, go on. we're
2: here. I'm here we're just muted. We're
5: here. Okay, okay let's,
2: here. let's just uh, take several, several deep breaths okay. and just relax <clears throat> and let us all in our hearts give thanks and to our Father, Mother, the Creator that we can come together and discuss those things which are things that we strive for within our hearts. Hmm. May these opportunities to come together bring us closer together and nearer to fulfilling the work the creator has for us. And Neo Jehovah is our trust.
3: Amen.
0: Amen.
2: Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. appreciate uh, everyone's participation.
0: Yeah, thank you oh, thank very you much, folks. Thank you for the subject. Um, it was
1: really interesting. all right righty. Good night. Good night. Be safe. Be well. Okay, Let us all keep on keeping on.
9: Uh, alrighty. like a plan. <laughs> All right. Good night. Good night. Good night. night. night.
3: night. Bless everyone. Good night. night. Peace and harmonious vibration.